All right, it's Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. And if you can hear me, yes, I am. Yeah, my voice sounds a little bit funny because I am still a bit plugged up. I can breathe a lot better, and I can tell you, the garlic, it works. Or at least, I mean, there's, there seems to be a correlation between me being able to breathe better and me eating garlic. Now, I smell of garlic, just to let you know. I'm Steve Sersky. Thanks for finding me. And yes, that little introduction is as a result of the last couple of days, I've been fighting this, what I'd call a head cold, but um, I guess, uh, I don't know, what would you classify as a head cold? Where it just affects your 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 head, obviously, your, your nose, your sinuses and things like that. Um, I haven't had any other major issues. So is it something that uh, maybe because I just, I was outside with, a, like I don't wear a, a toque here in China. And I know in Canada, I mean, if it's basically non-toque season and then toque season. That's the, you'll, you'll, you have only two choices, basically. Um, you're always going to be wearing something on your head. Here, the weather, although it can be cool, it, you don't often feel as if you should, you need to be wearing something on your on your head at all times. So, I mean, I, I've stopped. I used to wear a toque all the time, but now I just don't bother because um, it, it doesn't, it's never that cold. That being the case, when I was cycling this morning, I'll tell you, it was cold. And I had to put my hood over, uh, put on, put my head on, my hood on, so I wasn't getting the full blast of the wind. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's still, I mean, I didn't wear a toque. I guess I could have. Uh, and I guess I should bring, um, you know, bring it out from the uh, the depths of the closet from last year, or, or earlier this year, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't know what sort of triggered this. Maybe it's going around. I know a few other people around the office have had sniffles, but it doesn't seem to be a big thing. I was sort of wondering if maybe this year's common cold would be a little bit worse than last year's or two years ago, I should say, because. We skipped a year. We missed a year. Let's face it. With this coronavirus pandemic that's been going on, which, again, Beijing, I, they're shutting things down. China is shutting things down. They have a zero COVID policy where they are saying, like, if anyone tests, we shut the whole thing down. Um, and But with that, it's like the common cold. We skipped last year because everyone was locked up uh, or locked down, I should say. And, it, you know, is this going to cause a, a bigger problem? I don't know. It's all speculation. But, I mean, I haven't been sick in a very long time. So to have this happen with the amount of supposed healthy eating I've been doing, I don't know. It's it's, ah, it's disappointing, to, to say the least. Um, I did ask a, a Chinese friend what they normally do in a situation like this, and she responded... Uh, well, first you you drink hot water. If that doesn't work, then you rest. And then if that doesn't work, you go to the pharmacy and you get some medication. If that doesn't work, you go to the hospital. And she did say, uh, I asked her, when would you go to the hospital? And she, well, after a month or two months, I'm like, okay, that, yeah, that does seem a little bit serious, a little bit more serious than what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like common cold. At what point do you uh, pull the plug? on the common colds and call it what it is, but you know what, I'm, I'm sick, I'm not dying, this is not major issue, 
yeah, I could probably spread germs to other people, but let's face it, it even if they got sick, they probably it wouldn't be that bad, at least according to the common cold uh, argument. So, yeah, I never, I don't go to Chinese pharmacies because they usually give you a stack of pills that are a varying. You don't really. It's not so much that you don't know what's in them. It's that do you need a stack of pills that's going to cost you twenty dollars, or do you just need to rest, drink more fluids, and that's it, right? I guess the cost analysis side of me says 100, 100 quiet, $20 Canadian of various pills from the Chinese pharmacy. Or do you spend, what's well, 20 quiet, $4 per liter of juice? Because uh, grapefruit juice was um, 20 quiet, $4. Orange juice was 13 quiet, that's 350 So... You know, for a hundred kwai, how much nutritional value am I able to buy compared to going to the pharmacy? That that's sort of my thought process in terms of the the cost analysis cost analysis of it. In terms of satiation, 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 being satisfied with what you're able to consume, I can tell you that pills do not satisfy. Uh, the the sickness uh, sort of head cold and illnesses whereas uh, with orange juice and grapefruit juice I find that uh, at least I'm able to get get things into my system you know the uh, the hydration the sugar uh, the the minerals and the vitamins that are, are in fruit juice so in that case I think uh, the uh, uh, the fruit juice sort of wins out that's sort of my pref- preferred method of uh, dealing with a lot of sicknesses the garlic is a new thing only because I never used to like the smell of garlic. I never liked to have it on my breath as well. Mainly because I always thought that, you know, I had to be ready to go out or something. Now, as I get to be an older man, uh, even though I'm living on my own, I'm not going to go anywhere anyway. I'm going to stay at home. And if I'm going to, if I need to eat garlic to stay healthy, then guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat garlic. Yeah, <laughs> I won't be going out tonight. And even tomorrow morning, I'm sure people will be able to smell it. Uh, but that that being the case, I mean, it's it it is true though. If you ever go to the Chinese pharmacy and you say I have a sore throat or I have an upset stomach or I have a, you know my sinuses uh, are acting up, they will literally give you a stack of boxes. They'll charge you a bunch of money for it, and you 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 should sit down and sort of translate what all those things are to make sure that you're you know what you're getting. A lot of it is just um, I don't know. Actually, I don't even know what they give you for. Uh, um, sinus infections here or, or sinus issues because what they'll do and you this is where you need to know your Chinese is that they will ask you like well do you have a headache if you don't have a headache then it's not uh, like a flu or flu-like symptoms it's just uh, sinus issues which could be allergies and so they'll do this sort of um, unofficial inf- not unofficial informal Q&A informal um information gathering session of like well what are you experiencing like how serious is that especially when they see a foreigner who's not being able to speak communicate properly with them as well um it can be a little bit hit and miss so i don't i don't blame them for that at all um but i i, I can't lie when i say vast majority of 
uh, Chinese people I meet, when the sickness is involved, it's either flu or not flu, go see the doctor. Typically, it's like, you should go see, a, you go, go see a doctor, you should go to the hospital, you should get some medicine. That's, that's the standard response. I mean, whether or not they do that exactly or they just deal with it, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, how many people, I mean, I do know for a fact that a lot of people sniffle, a lot of people sneeze and cough all the time in, in this city, in this country, and it's not always allergies. It's not always just a one-off. Sometimes it probably it sounds like they're actually they have something, but it's almost as if they all are just kind of dealing with it, and it's no big deal. It's like, well, yeah, so you're, you're coughing, great, get back to work, sort of thing. <laughs> um, that being the case, I, I was I mean I still was able to go to work today and tomorrow I got to work as well. It's not serious. I'm feeling a lot better than I did yesterday. I do attribute it to the garlic. I also attribute it to being able to rest a little bit more. Um, I've been getting up at seven instead of my regular six o'clock, uh, so that's that, that's that's helped quite a bit. Now that it's November, uh, I'm not sure if you guys are into this, but the Nano Rimo competition—not competition, challenge—has started. So the idea in the month of November is to uh, write about two thousand words a day give or take, uh, 500 words, in an effort to write your novel. Um, and the idea, it's a 50,000-word novel or 60,000-word novel, whichever. Uh, it's supposed to be a project that you've been thinking about for a while or, you know, maybe you've thought you're going to do it, you never did, or maybe it's even a work in progress and you're like, you, you just have to finish it. I don't know if I'm going to directly participate, but I think... You know, writing two thousand words for the next month, a, a day, two thousand words for the next uh, for every day for the next month, not a bad idea. It it would get a lot of other things done. It does add another layer of responsibility to my day, which I'm not sure if I really want. But at the same time, there are a few things. You know, if I just sat down and did them already. It might be better than not doing them. That way they can be out of my mind and done. Or at least rough draft. This goes for both fiction and for non-fiction stuff. Because I have a, a, a bunch of posts that I've written about Beijing and China traveling and things like this. That actually I, th- I think would almost be useful. What would be useful to people who were to come to China for the Olympics. If they came to China for the Olympics. Or people who are newly landed in the country as workers, because I know that there's going to be um, restrictions on who's able to come in um, over the next couple of months. But being able to sit down and just write those things already, it might actually be worth the effort every day for an hour, 2,000 words, get it done. And then even if I don't post it, at least it's written and out of my mind, uh, which is very important with the, the fiction stuff, which I've never really talked about before. And I don't really feel the need to uh, talk about it too much, um, mainly because I don't publish a lot of that stuff, uh, if if at all. Uh, the The idea would to be would be to create sort of not an alternative, but I guess another style of writing uh, in general, because a lot of my stuff is not uh, is nonfiction. Um, it's travel. It's uh, 
yeah, basically travel or history, things like that. Uh, current, like uh, not politics, but current um, trends, things like that. It's it's not uh, fantasy. It's not fiction. It's not made up at all. It's it's all grounded in my own experience. Uh, a lot of tech stuff too, video stuff, a lot of um, media, arts, and entertainment sort of things, uh, but not fiction. I've never, I've never really published fiction before, to tell you the truth, ever. So maybe this November will be the start of that sort of a push, or at least a step in that direction of being able to expand the toolbox a little bit, as it were, uh, to uh, just try it out. Two thousand words a day, you know, for an hour, five percent of your time your daily day uh, of your day, why not give it a shot? Uh, I know a lot of, this is a very big challenge. A lot of people participate. It's one of the more famous monthly challenges out there, but I can tell you that I am actually more, a little bit more excited for December with the, uh, the drumming December or the December drumming that I'm, uh, I'm thinking of doing or the percussion December, whatever it is. I don't know what name I'm going to come up whichever snappy title I have for it, it doesn't matter. But, I mean, and you might ask, like, well, why don't you, if you're so excited about it, why don't you just start it now? Because, again, with November, it really does come down to, like, NaNoWriMo, and also Movember throughout the, this month as well, uh, in awareness of uh, men's health. Um, but uh, why don't I start drumming December now? Well, because November isn't that time. It, it's just... It'd be too sudden to start just yet. Um, my mind is sort of on the fact of writing more than on ter- in terms of uh, a playing or any sort of musical abstractions and things like that. That being the case, we'll spend November. We'll um, try to do a bit of writing, get a few more posts out there, uh, prep for the Olympics, uh, get a few ideas on paper, fiction or nonfiction. And uh, see how it goes uh, for that. If you are, if you guys are girls are taking part in the uh, NaNoWriMo, NaNoWriMo competition or challenge, let me know. Hashtag me, the Steven Sirski on Twitter. You can find me there. Also on Instagram, uh, and then uh, you can also stop by my website, stevensirski.com. If you want some inspiration on how to be or how not to be a writer, both good inspirations. Hope you guys are well. We'll leave it there so I can go recover. Have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.